This is Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager, Canada's national source for the latest agronomic research, crop production, and technology trends. You've tuned in to hear conversations about relevant research, best production practices, and everything in between. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager. Uh, My name is Stephanie Crowley. I'm your host for this episode, and I am joined today by Curtis Rempel with the Canola Council of Canada. Curtis, welcome to Inputs. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Stephanie. Can you start by just introducing yourself to our listeners, um, sharing a little bit of your background and your role with the council? Sure. Curtis Rempel, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the Vice President of Crop Production Innovation for the Canola Council of Canada. We're a group of agronomy specialists, effectively. Our mandate is sustainable supply. So increasing canola crop uh, yields, profitability, resiliency. We work together uh, closely with growers and with our our value chain members um, in order to bring forward our uh, sort of our strategic plan around yield and profitability. And then another big part of our function is managing research, which which this Canola 4R Advantage is, is, is part of as well, on behalf of our value chain and then transmit, uh, translating uh, uh, research results into good best agronomy management practices. And then last but not least, also supporting our market access and market development functions around tech, technical questions such as uh, MRLs, uh, sustainability, carbon sequestration, a whole host of things that go along with good Uh, agronomic best management practices for crop production. You gave a little hint about what we're going to chat about today. um, And uh, that's the Canola for our Advantage program that the Canola Council has recently announced. Um, Of course, you know, fertilizer is a super hot topic these days, especially for the egg community. Um, And for our nutrient stewardship is not new. We've, you know, we've heard over and over again, it's been a long time initiative on many Canadian farms to use the right source of fertilizer at the right rate time and place. Um, but the council has recently opened up this for our um, canola for our advantage program to really help promote nutrient stewardship on canola farms. So can you explain a little bit um, about the background behind the program and how it came to be um, and, and some details about it? Yeah, so the, the federal government did put forward this funding in place um, through the On-Farm Climate Action Fund. And the funding itself is around, uh, it had three pillars, nitrogen or nutrient management or nitrogen management, uh, rotational grazing and cover crops. Our uh, rotational grazing, of course, doesn't really apply to the canola at all. Uh, Cover crops, um, we are, we're supportive of cover crops uh, in, in, in the sense that we need to do research around cover crops and how we can best incorporate them in our short season dry land. But we don't have enough information right now to be able to deliver BMP. So nitrogen management was our best fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we applied for, for that pillar. Um, and we tied it through the 4R nutrient uh, stewardship plan, as you've indicated. And we did so because um, there's long body of research evidence that shows that 4R nutrient uh, stewardship increases yields increases profitability, reduce production risks, and also redu- results in lower GHG emissions, right? And so you have all of this, you have, it's basically looking at more profitability and, re- and resiliency for growers while improving your environmental footprint. 
that's important for the Canola Council. Uh, we have the strategic plan that looks at, at increasing yields to 26 million metric tons by 2025 to meet growing global demand, both for food and for fuel. And so canola, oil seeds, uh, canola especially is becoming very important for food. It is very important for food. And now because of, of biofuels, uh, blend mandates for biofuels, et cetera, there's an added opportunity. And, and so the best, we thought that, you know, this, this program is direct to farmer from the federal government. So I think it's just perfect in that sense. Um, it allows us to, to, um, to sort of move forward on our strategic plan of increasing yields while improving our environmental footprint. And we also believe that, that an, like canola produced with a low carbon footprint is gonna be a competitive advantage to Canadian farmers uh, in the future, right? I, I think mm -hmm. it started showing itself out too. And this, this is really one great way to start showcasing what farmers are already doing. I think canola growers in Western Canada already leaders in sustainability, adoption, zero, all kinds of things, right? Mm -hmm. So this just helps us showcase again what, what, what we can do uh, in terms of bringing agronomy best management practices together with environment mm -hmm. outcomes as well. Excellent. Uh, so it's a, a fairly new program, right? And so there's uh, some details about maybe how growers and, and producers can apply for funding. Um, and you touched a little bit on where that funding is coming from already, uh, but how much funding is a farm eligible to receive um, to help advance their nitrogen management um, BMPs? Yeah, so we have, we have in our particular program, at least for our, our, our initial iteration, and some of this will be potentially evolving too, as well as we, as we start getting some learnings from the programs and from other, uh, other sectors that are running programs as well. But initially, we have these four BMPs, and we can talk about them in, in a second too, but mm. you're, a farmer is eligible for up to two BMPs per field, Okay, $6,000 per BMP, so, so $12,000 per farm, and then you're eligible for up to 85% of your cost. So there is a matching component. So you will, the grower is required to submit the receipts for the hundred, you know, the mm -hmm. entire receipt. Mm -hmm. And then we will be reverse reimbursing up, you know, $6,000 up to 85% of the costs. Okay. However, that balances out 12,000 per farm. Excellent. Um, and so you mentioned the BMPs that are eligible for funding. Can you go into a little bit of detail about those? Yeah. So. So again, we with the four R. So the first one was soil testing. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll back up a little bit here too. Sure. All the BMPs that we put forward in terms of because there's obviously things that you can that we aren't covering in this program. Mm -hmm. But the BMPs that we selected were again uh, sort of strongly strongly driven by research and by some of our fertility experts who make up some of our steering committees, etc. Around. BMPs that either allow for entry into 4R or for a grower who is already 4R to sort of advance the 4R practices. So it's initial practices or moving up the ladder from intermediate to advanced. Okay. Okay. And so they and they all they all have proven to have a, a strong economic return as well. So the first one is soil testing, and that's focused on the right rate. The second one is enhanced. Uh, uh, the second BMP is enhanced efficiency fertilizer products, so the right product. Mm -hmm. The third one is um, is the split or preferred applications. We're calling it preferred applications, and that is moving some of your 
uh, fertilizer from fall into either spring banding or spring in crop. Mm -hmm. And so that would be the time mm -hmm. uh, moving from fall to spring. And then the other one is the field scripts or, or looking at, at say, um, nutrient or nitrogen zones in your field. And that gets around the concept of using nitrogen more efficiently in areas where you have higher yield potential and potentially uh, scaling back your nitrogen in areas where you don't have as high a yield potential in the field, if that's indeed the case. And so the concept of not just using one rate across the entire field, and that's that's proven to have significant returns for growers as well. And so that would be the right uh, the right time. Okay. So we're sort of hitting all four R's at either that initial or or sort of intermediate to advanced stage. Excellent. So it sounds like there there's a real focus on because you say it's a, an initial or kind of intermediate stage, you're really trying to encourage growers who haven't necessarily adopted the 4R principles yet to really, um, you know, this is a really big incentive to, to really make those changes. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think it's, it's safe to say for, you know, for almost our entire canola growing or Western Canadian farming base, mm -hmm. they really are on, they're on, they are on a 4R nutrient plan. Yes, they are for our nutrient stewards, right? Yeah, they just don't know it. <laughs> at times. And, and so we're sort of saying, okay, you know, uh, stand up and be counted, right? Like, right. Uh, there, there's utility and value here. And so and to having a, a, a nutrient stewardship plan, and codifying some of the great things that you're already doing as growers, it mm -hmm. is a really good. And then of course, you know, as you start, and you start thinking about it and planning and working with a, a, a 4R designated agronomist, probably a whole bunch of ideas will come forward and how you can be more profitable, be more resilient, right? It just gets mm -hmm. the, the whole thing going. Sometimes just codifying things brings ideas to the, the forefront. Right. So it, it just formalizes things that may yeah. have already been in practice, but not necessarily yeah. uh, maybe documented or, or kept track of as much. So, yeah. And I think in that 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 sort of the competitive advantage of low of low footprint canola, low carbon, low GHG, mm -hmm. high high carbon sequestration, however you want to phrase that, right? Mm -hmm. Sort of having some some documentation uh, in the in the long run is going to be beneficial for growers too. So why not why not start codifying? In its simplest terms, farming is all about the ability to manage your produce and how much you produce. But tracking the differences between those two things is far more complicated. That's why FCC has continuously refined the Ag Expert platform to be Canada's most trusted farm management software. Ag Expert simplifies the entire process of record keeping from field to finance and keeps you on top of it all no matter where you are. Get started for free at agexpert.ca. Now, Curtis, you mentioned in those BMPs, there's, of course, different criteria that you have to meet. You mentioned using enhanced efficiency fertilizer products. Um, I'm assuming the council has kind of a, a list of approved products there and, and maybe something along those lines for each of the BMPs. There's different criteria that needs to be met. Correct. Yeah. If you the growers are encouraged to go to our website, um, just sort of canola for our advantage will get you there. And yeah. all of the, yeah, the specifics of, of, around the app, how to apply all of, you know, the funding, what you have to attest to the receipts, et cetera, all of, all mm -hmm. of those things are there. And then as well, the accredited labs that we've been, that are approved 
Um, labs have to go through sort of an accreditation process. We have a, a, a product list for enhanced efficiency fertilizers. Um, there are still some ongoing discussion about what, what will and will not be included. Some changes mm -hmm. have happened after we've we, we launched the program. Mm -hmm. uh, we're in, in dialogue with Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada around some of those things, as well as other scientists. But they're all listed, and so it's it you know it's easy for the agronomist who may be applying on behalf of the farmer or the grower themselves to see what what is eligible or not. And uh, not all products we do we you know we have a we're an evidence based organization. Mm -hmm. The council, like our agronomy specialists, etc., mm -hmm. sort of like medicine, right? Yeah, uh, you know, you need you need data, and so we're looking for that body of evidence. Um, around efficacy, et cetera, for the, for the enhanced efficiency products, et cetera. So there are things that are not on the list and, um, and, and there's, it just, we're using taxpayers dollars as well. And so there has to be some level of, 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 of scientific evidence here for efficacy, et cetera. Growers should be able to appreciate that too, right? Exactly. I was just about to say, I'm sure that transparency is appreciated. So that's good to know. Um, and now you mentioned too, with um, the eligibility portion that uh, you're eligible to do two BMPs. Does that per change field. every year? Field. Two BMPs okay. per field. Yeah. 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 So there's a new component. So if you, so two years of the program. So if the first year, say you're going to be, um, you, you have a field and you're going to be soil testing, and using enhanced efficiency, then the next year you would be using the other two. Okay. So that we can sort of keep moving down that continuum, right? Definitely. That's the way the program has been currently set up. It sounds like Ag Canada has some keen interest to con keep continuing the program into the future. That's sort of what we're the gist we're picking up. And so maybe we'll be able to, you know, to, for growers to use some BMPs on the same field for a while, for a number of years too, just to track it out mm -hmm. and see how effective it can really, really be. Uh, because I think there's probably more, more knowledge to be gained, but as a rollout, as an initial rollout, it, it, I think it serves the purpose for, for starts. Starts are good. Right. And so yeah. it's, it's, it's where we are right now. And, uh, and, and, and I think it is a good place to be. Excellent. Well, I agree. And I think, you know, hopefully that this can continue beyond in, in future years as well, just because um, I'm sure it would be really interesting for growers and for the agronomy and scientific communities too to be able to look at a, a specific field and, and track, um, you know, how well those those practices performed from year over year kind of in a long term. So, um, you know, that's, of course, what we like to look at uh, a top crop manager as well as just year over year yeah. data. Right. And so um, I think that's really interesting for farmers to be able to see that right in front of them too. So here's hoping that uh, this is a, a project with a long shelf life. So, yeah, I, that's well put. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I know you had pointed to the website for um, producers to go on and, and figure out how to apply and, uh, you know, kind of look at the process and, and how they're eligible. We'll include the link to uh, the Canola for our Advantage program in our show notes here so you can easily access it. Um, but Curtis, I'm curious, you know, what kind of, I know this is a fairly new program, uh, but have you seen any sort of uptake, response, feedback, anything like that so far? Um, what is the council feeling as, as we, you know, get into this? Yeah, it's uh, we've had lots of a lot of interest from growers. Um, so it's it's starting out. Um, 
it's it's starting out at a pace that we thought would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we were sort of um, we wanted to get going before before the harvest before harvest started. Yeah. But knowing that lots of growers are you know they're going to look at the yield maps, they're going to think about what what their crop has done, they're going to plan the rotations out and their fertility program, and so the bulk of that is yet to come. But we wanted to have our program up or, or the website up and running and mm-hmm. everything else in place prior to sort of the big fall uh, fertilizer push as it were. Mm-hmm. So I think we're right we're, right now, we're kind of right where we want to be. And we have a lot of interest from growers and also a lot of interest from, from our commercial, uh, you know, our excellent professional uh, commercial agronomy base across Western Canada. And uh, they're going to be instrumental because of the, the 4R att- attestation, et cetera. Yeah, so right now, I think just kind of right where we want to be. Perfect. So, yeah. That's great. And I do want to backtrack a little bit because I just thought of something else. Um, yeah. You had mentioned earlier that uh, you needed uh, an agronomist perhaps to maybe help or, you know, a farmer can apply on their own, but that the um, there needs to be kind of a 4R certified um, person involved. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. So the to be eligible, you, you, you have to have a 4R plan. So even if you're applying and you don't have a 4R plan in place yet, there's a period of time, like six weeks, to have a, a plan formalized. And then that plan has to be signed and designated by a, a CCA or a professional agrologist who has a 4R, who has the Fertilizer Canada 4R training and designation. Mm-hmm. And so that at so so your BMPs and 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 your process is going to be is going to be attested to by a four certified agronomist. And then in that way, we can also track provide metrics around um, for our, for our uh, uptake, initiation, uptake, et cetera. And also there is sort of a, a research, a, a research component to this as well. The Canola Council, as you know, we've been, we've administered research programs on behalf of Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada for many, many years. And so part of this also, there's a, there's an aggregated data exercise, you know, gathering exercise around Adoption of four R's and implementation, so that we can do an aggregated uh, an aggregated um, data. Uh, how do I say? It? Yeah, sort of a, a broad scale across the prairies uh, data gathering exercise in terms of the impact or four R uptake and then the impact on GHG reduction. Okay. So there is you know there's utility here in terms of, of you know increased profitability. Reduce production risk, but can we can we also start thinking about what kind of aggregated impact we have across Western our, our canola growing regions in terms of, of carbon increased carbon sequestration and lower emissions? Excellent. All right, um, Curtis. I think that's uh, that covers quite a bit here about the program. So I appreciate uh, you breaking it down for our listeners. Is there anything else you wanted to add or comment on um, as we wrap up here today? Well, I think that covers it uh, from my perspective. Yeah, and just uh, looking forward to working with growers and and uh, and and our professional agronomy base across Western Canada as we roll the program out for the next two years. So, as a closing word, I should also thank Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada for bringing the program forward. You know, a direct to producer program like this has, I think, ha- is a is a great way to go. So, shout out to Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada. Too. Excellent.
Well, we'll definitely be tracking this and, and looking to the council for updates and, and uh, following along with you for the next couple of years. So uh, best of luck with the program and, and thanks so much, Curtis Rempel, for taking the time to, to chat yeah. with us today. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager. To hear more great research and perspectives from industry experts, visit topcropmanager.com slash podcasts or catch up on past episodes wherever you listen to podcasts.